When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the show, we talk about what it means to be human in the universe of Assassin's Creed. Welcome to Lore Party, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and universes behind some of our favorite video games. I'm Bruce. And I'm Kevin. So uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the Isu people, or the precursors, uh, the first civilization, uh, what have you, that are kind of littered throughout the story of Assassin's Creed. In Assassin's Creed, I believe it's Assassin's Creed two or brotherhood i believe uh basically Ezio meets minerva and she's one of them and he says wait a minute so you're gods and she says no not gods we just simply came before basically what the isu are they are an advanced civilization that originated on earth and after a while they uh got kind of they decided to make their own life if you will um they use genetic engineering to create uh, basically the equivalent to the Geth in, in Mass Effect. Um, they created slaves. They genetically engineered their own slaves that looked just like them. Um, and there was a genetic failsafe in them that uh, they created these uh, advanced pieces of technology called the Pieces of Eden. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So, so, so are we like, is this, is this ancient aliens? Yeah, it's ancient, <laughs> ancient, ancient aliens. I mean, they're from Earth, but uh, yeah, we'll go with that. It, 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 we are delving. We're delving in History Channel right now is what we're really yeah, doing. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I found this very interesting uh, for the entire series. You know, when, when you discovered this, like in the first Assassin's Creed, you discover the artifact, just like the Apple of Eden at the end of the game, but that's really all the information that you get. In Assassin's Creed 2, you have uh, Ezio uh, getting down after beating the shit out of the Pope. Uh, he goes <laughs> yeah. down and <laughs> he goes down and uh, discovers uh, that you put the Papal Staff, which is another piece of Eden, into uh, the whole thingy, and it opens up to um, relay this hologram of um minerva who is uh one of the isu people and it really it opens up a huge huge amount of lore for the entire like universe and kind of explains where these artifacts come from um throughout the entire assassin's creed series the assassins and templars fight over these artifacts and temples and structures that are unlike anything else made by man in this world and they can you know create fantastic illusions or control people or be weapons of mass destruction all throughout history from ancient times to modern times and it really is really interesting that like they're just squabbling over you know the ancient just like remote control to each other uh yeah. it it's really interesting to kind of see it like that 
Well, this is, for me, this was, I would say, the main driving force for really? me even liking the game. Um, for those who don't know, in Assassin's Creed, basically, you're going back in time, reliving the memories of your ancestors through your genetic code. And that's kind of the whole thing. Genetic engineering and genetics is a big deal in this game. Uh, so you're playing as your ancestor, but there's little bits of memory fragments that you can just find floating around. You're like, you're, you're in a computer and you're like, what the hell is this? And you hit it. And once you collect a certain amount, you unlocked little, you basically unlock little videos. Um, and when you unlock the whole thing, spoiler warning here, um, you get a video of those who came before the Isu and they're controlling humans. And all of a sudden a woman says, Adam, I have it. And he goes, Eve, watch out. And you're like, what the hell? What the fuck? <laughs> and you find out basically Adam and Eve were the ones who kind of led the revolution, if you will, of humans. And they had the apple of Eden. And it's like, wait a minute, mind blown. Like that really got me into it. Um, so throughout the games and throughout the story of each game, the Isu kind of just build momentum in the story and they just kind of take over more and more and more they become a bigger deal in the story and for me i just kept getting excited i was like oh man this is awesome this is great it really like history is a big deal but oh man this is what gets you wow wow i didn't know that was so much of a passion for you i really like just i I like history and i like stealth and stabbing so (laughs) (laughs) that was more my uh that was my take into it uh, but yeah, but you know, now that we, you know, kind of know more about the Isu people, what happened to them? I mean, why aren't they around if they were such the, an advanced race of, you know, people who created humans? If they're so smart, how come they're not here? The Isu, they're a little weird. They do some <laughs> weird stuff. Um, basically, they got really into probability and they made this machine that. I mean, essentially, it's a supercomputer probability machine, and it finds the probability of different timelines, if you will. So they kind of get really heavily invested in that, and they find out that they're going to die. Right, and they spend, like, a lot of their time just trying to make sure that they can, like, survive and go through a bunch of different solutions. Uh, They fuck themselves up uh, pretty bad just trying to do that. Um, And they can't. They just can't. They just can't. They it, just don't. They have no. They they cannot protect themselves. They they they're trying to figure out all these ways of trying to block it out. Um, it's same like the movie Knowing. It's the same thing. A giant solar flare is coming to get you. Um, and so they're freaking out. And basically, you do end up watching a clip in one of the games where you see them just get destroyed. Their civilization just crumbles, and they're all dying. And they're like, "Shit, what do we do?" They um they all get wiped out. Um, but the humans survive. And through the cataclysm, they don't really remember anything of their past and of their civilization before, and they kind of start over again. And all of human history kind of resets and only sees that it started there in Eden. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I mean, it was a military conflict that both humanity and the isu happened 
like that that was part of it it was a it was it was a military conflict with them but there was also kind of um you know weapons of mass destruction were used but there was also solar flare stuff and about there's a bunch of shit that happened and they kind of like fighting amongst themselves and doing all sorts of shit because a bunch of isu were on the side of the humans and you find basically the desmond story is what spells it out the best and they do such a great job of explaining it to him but they're explaining it to all of us. And what I love the most is that they kind of use these ancestors because they're they have like these high probability like just great technology they they can be able to see into almost infinite possibilities. They knew that all of this would happen and they used the ancestors of Desmond as pretty much conduits as, you know, uh, cell phones or walkie-talkies to speak through them then to the animus and then to talk to desmond one of my favorite moments from two was um the discussion between minerva and Ezio when she just says hey shut up for a minute i gotta talk to desmond and Ezio's like who's desmond and she said shut the fuck up i'm talking to desmond <laughs> and it was just so <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it was so interesting i, I, mean- I, I like that I loved Ezio's story too. I know I don't want to get sidetracked, but like we'll talk about this definitely in another episode. But the fact that Ezio ends up like actually seeing what Desmond looks like is like, oh my god! I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so basically, these guys got in a war, and there was a bunch of environmental issues. But the humans were envir- they were engineered to withstand super harsh environments that some some of the Isu could not. So that's really why the humans survived. Right. So, um, now in modern times, well, at least like modern human times, uh, what we now know is like they were here, now they're not, and all of their artifacts and structures are still, you know, around and even still operational in some cases. Um, And we only know of what, like three um, Isu, or maybe four, uh, that are still kind of in the world today. And I I don't know even if you can say that for like Minerva, who's just sort of this very advanced hologram of Minerva. Uh, Cause they're, they're talk- their technology is so advanced. It's hard to even be able to differentiate their personalities from what they left behind. Yeah. They're it's weird because the way that we have portrayed them is like, as if they were gods. Right. Because to us, I mean, technically they are gods. I mean, they created us, they controlled us, all that kind of stuff. But really, they're just a super advanced civilization. But we put them as like, you know, the ancient Greek gods, the Roman gods, the Egyptian gods, the, you know, all these mystical figures in our own lore and mythology. Really, it's it's the ancient aliens thing. It's just them. It wasn't gods. It was just them. They're just super powerful. What is really interesting is to see how uh, what these hu- what humans are on this world are not what we are. You know, like there there's a different definition and like of, of humanity in the Assassin's Creed world than ours. Like we're as far as we know, we're just life. We are. You know, we were created, you know, whatever your, you know, belief system may be, we were created, we are here, or, you know, we are made out of cosmic space dust, what have you. Um, We were not manufactured. We were not created with any kind of sufficient purpose. But in this one, humans are. 
that could fuck you up. Like that, that could really like change everything about what humanity stands for and what humanity is. I mean, every human in this modern world has like a genetic code for like their bone, like their left arm. They, there's genetic like imprints. Um, that's like we're literally manufactured. That's the origin of man. Is oh yeah, we were manufactured. We're like the humans, like in uh, like the engineers from uh, like Alien and stuff, Prometheus. Like that's that's what it is. Like we we there's no grand scheme for humans. We were just we were made. And that really, I mean, just both the human condition and the entire premise between the assassins and Templars over the freedom of humanity. This poses a very difficult and interesting question. Are humans meant to be free? They're meant to be slaves from their origin, but moving forward without a master, what are they? Are they like a car without a driver, uh, a table without anything to set it on, a chair without a butt? What is it? What are we? (laughs) Are we just to roam the world, just, you know... Not having anything to do. I mean, let's be real here. I don't do anything anyway. I just sit on my ass and play video games. (laughs) Commander, I apologize for the interruption. You have an important incoming transmission. Lore Party hosts Abu Zafar and Leah Wiggins would like to let you know that they're jumping through the Omega-4 relay and returning to the world of Mass Effect. They're hoping you'll join them on the Normandy and be a part of the crew. Just look for the Mass Effect episodes in the main Lore Party feed. End of transmission. Returning you to your episode. Do the Templars then have a point? Are they almost even more inclined to be, like, validated that humans are meant to be controlled? Are are we just some stupid mass of technology that really needs some sort of general direction? And it's it's proven like humans are stupid and they mm-hmm. ap- they operate more efficiently under a singular or centralized um, leadership. But is it right? Is it something that should happen? I mean, in this world, in terms of the Assassin's Creed world, right? It's like. Maybe I don't. I mean, it's difficult because it's like we're like literally genetically engineered to obey, but it's a different kind of obey. It's like go pick up that and move that over there. It's not like worship me. Do you know what I mean? Like the purpose of the obeying, the original obey kind of you know command is different than a do i don't you know do you know what i mean like the original purpose of obey to obey is to really kind of just do this hard labor don't ask questions whereas and we do that a lot yeah but like the way these humans in this universe use these devices is oh no i want you to worship me i want you to like literally like treat me as if i'm a god i want you to do my bidding i want you to live your life in it's it's the purpose I think some Templars do, but I don't think, like, that's their main goal. And obviously, we had this talk before uh, in our Under Assassin's Creed episode. Go ahead and check that out when you can. Um, 
And we did talk about just like what Templars really want and that, you know, it can lead to a megalomaniac levels of evil and world domination but it, it, the core is the father of understanding yada 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 blah 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 do as i say not as i do uh i want to be in charge of you because humans should not be left as a as a whole to its own devices however that does kind of bring the same kind of question up can humans lead other humans sure humans were meant to be you know subservient but probably not to each other i mean personally i think the humans that are part of the uh, that are part of the group like of isu like the ones that have that genetic but then but then is that like a master race (laughs) (sighs) yeah that's really messed up man that's so fucked god no because i see the way i think about it is you have like I I think of it as like humans are are like, like I think of iRobot. Right, right. I think of I think of you're not you're 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 not a living thing. You're just a machine. Like that's kind of like it's like humans were made to do hard labor. They are the geth. They are the robots. They are the you're a machine. But then it's like no, it's actually sentient. You created life. You created like a sentient being. So what happens if you make a sentient being that is made to be treated unlike a sentient being well then you're a fucking asshole because that's not cool man like, <laughs> that's, like i don't know what else to say about that like, you're a dick like don't do that that's wrong that's immoral yeah that's like, listeners at home don't you ever make yo, a sentient race of subservient humans look look lisa don't simpson you ever. Fu- look lisa simpson with your <laughs> fucking tooth you. your radioactive tooth you made a civilization okay girl you can't do that you gotta treat them right i mean that was the one simpsons episode that really messed me up as a kid i was like oh my god she created a can i do that i want to pull my teeth out like what the hell like that was ugh, it's wrong it's wrong it's not right uh well getting back to the discussion what i mean at the end of the day what really is the takeaway that we can get as this continues to go on? We are seeing in each game how this story kind of progresses between the humanity and the Isu and, you know, the few uh, Isu who are still alive and the artifacts that they left behind that are being squabbled over. What really is meant to happen here? Are humans just supposed to be in this vicious cycle of those who lead and others who follow until death of the heat death of the universe? Or can there be a way that humans can, I don't know, just be able to think for themselves? But I don't know. I feel like that's more Templars and Assassins. I guess what what I'm trying to figure out is if we, in our universe were to figure out that we were manufactured to, I don't know, like, pick up balls or, like, move big giant slabs of concrete. Should we do it? The one... Here's my whole take on it. Look, the Isu, they had this shot. They're done. They're like the dinosaurs. Go away. Now all we <laughs> see are little... You know, I eat chicken, all right? Like, um, like, that's how I see it. Like, you had your shot. You screwed it up. You know, you done messed up, kid. Like, now it's time for somebody else. And I think the humans made it. We survived. Okay, now it's our turn. And I think that, like, we should have a shot. 
and so far, uh, at least in this world, we've been doing a pretty decent job. We're not dead. We're still alive. We've fair, survived. Fair. And I think that, you know, the the thing is where Desmond's story goes to with it's like, hey, another cataclysm is about to happen. The same thing that happened last time. What you going to do? And he decides to, you know, save the world and says, no, nope, I'm going to give humans a shot. And that's how the Isu people like and that's how Minerva like said like what she was framing it as was that's what you're meant to do that's what you should do is you know begin this cycle anew but Desmond was just like no fuck that I'm gonna change this I'm gonna break the cycle that is because of his lineage of being a human who has been able to find their own voice and their own decisions so I for me I feel like it's more if you were made to do a specific purpose or if you have a creator or even like parents where you've been trained or, you know, expected to do one specific thing, it doesn't matter. I To me, it feels like your own destiny and your own purpose is what you decide it to be, even if you were made for a specific purpose. Even if you're bad at what you decide what your purpose is, it's your purpose. That's what's important at the end of the day, like a fucking after-school special. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning in and being a part of the show. Be sure to connect with us on Twitter, at lore underscore party, and leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you for listening, and we will see you guys next time.